Chagiga, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel 1-3. This Mishnah ultimately wants to ask the question of where the funds may come from to purchase or pay for supplements to the Shalmei Chagiga beyond what's obligatory. Um, and that's a mouthful. And really, I found them, the Mishnah is actually not so simple to read until you understand what it's trying to say already. So let me first explain everything, and then we'll see it in the words. The basic principle at work here, um, first and foremost, is that if one has an obligation, a religious obligation, a halakhic obligation to pay for something, he has to pay for it from his own pocket, chulin, and not from money that doesn't belong to him. In the context of giving something to Hashem, a korban, so then if money is already invested with Kedusha, it belongs to Hashem, so to speak, um, and therefore it's not his to spend on that korban. Instead, if a person's going to be buying or paying for sacrificial animals or meat, he has to take it from chulin, unconsecrated monies, and use that um, to purchase the animal that will be used for uh, the sacrifice. Now, the karbonos we've talked about up to now, um, it's clear, the olas re'iya is obligatory. The shalmei chagiga are obligatory. Shalmei simcha, not obligatory. Therefore, the simple thing would be to say, everyone's going to agree, if you're going to buy olos re'iya, you have to use chulun money. If you're going to buy shalmei simcha, you can use... Um, you don't have the restriction. I'll explain more in a second. The question is going to be about Shalmei Chagiga. Um, because although they're obligatory, they're going to be eaten, and the obligation only extends the first two ma'os, remember, but uh, beyond that, not. So, now, most of the money that was used to purchase Karbanos when one did Alila Regal was money that came from Meiser Shani. You recall that Meiser Shani is the second tie that's taken from your produce in years 1, 2, 4, and 5 of the 7-year Shemitah cycle. The reason for that, not for right now. And on those years, one would separate a second tenth after giving Truma, Godola, and Miser, and then take that, I'll call it tenth of food, um, with them to Yishalayim to eat it there. If it was too far or too hard to bring the food, one's permitted to deconsecrate the food, putting the Kedusha onto coins, and then take the coins to Jerusalem, to be used to purchase foodstuffs. And then he can just eat that deconsecrated food that was originally a second tithe, Meister Shani, for himself, you know, back home. So the setup ends up being that people show up in Yushalayim with their pockets full of cash, Meister Shani cash, and it's sort of a burning hole in their pocket because the only thing they can spend it on is essentially is consumables, food. And Chazal said that the ideal, the highest use, the best kind of food, the best place to spend that money Meister Shani money, is to purchase animals which can be brought as carbonos, and then to eat the sacrificial meat that is resultant from that offering. Um, that, of course, has the dual advantage of being brought as a korban, um, as well as nothing brings a person more joy than eating meat. That's the point here. Um, and therefore, um, it's, the, it's the obvious logical choice. Now, once the coins are invested with Kedusha, so they're really not, they don't kind of belong to you anymore. Let's, let's call them, like it's Hashem's money, so to speak, and even when you, you, you spend it, you're, you're sort of eating, eating at Hashem's table, but it's, it's, uh, it's not yours. It's not yours. So um, it's permitted to purchase Shalmei Simcha, because that's what the use is for. 
Shalmei Chagiga more complicated because Shalmei Chagiga is an, are obligations all to yourself. You have to bring a Chagiga every every Yom Tov, and it's not really appropriate to use Hashem's money, so to speak, or not your money, to fulfill um, that that obligation. Now, just be mindful one last thing before we see the mission inside, which is that whenever a person gives a voluntary offering, his only option, if he plans to eat that offering, is to bring a shlamim. That's it. So every voluntary offering that you're going to bring to use to be purchased with your Meister Shani money will always be shlamim, and therefore shlamim simcha shlamim that you bring and eat um, while you rejoice on the Yom Tov. There's no other way. The only other option for a voluntary offering is an ola, a burnt offering, but since you don't eat a burnt offering, that wouldn't be relevant here. Okay. So our Mishnah base is going to say, let me say all outside first. The Mishnah is going to basically say that when it comes to the Ola, the Ola Shri'iyah, it's obligatory. You have to use Chulin money, meaning not Meister Shani money. Everyone's going to agree to that. When it comes to Shalmei Simcha, that's not obligatory. It's for rejoicing. And one could use not just Chulin, but also Meister Shani money. In fact, that's the best use you could put your Meister Shani money to. The question becomes, what happens with using money to purchase Shalmei Chagiga. On the one hand, the Chagiga is obligatory, and therefore you shouldn't be allowed to use your Meister Shani money. On the other hand, it's only the first two Ma'os that are obligatory. And I'll, I'll look like the Bartanur first here. Um, so what happens if you want to bring, like, say, two... Let's say you bring one animal as a Chagiga, that's your obligatory Chagiga. But let's say you want to bring a second animal, so you want to have a bigger Chagiga. Remember, as we'll, we mentioned already, that the Torah requires a person to give according to his ability to give. Um, in terms of the karbonos, the actual pasuk says, "Ish kamatnas yado." A person, each person, should give according to his ability. According and commensurate with the uh, the blessing that Hashem has bestowed upon this person. So, let's say a person is wealthy, has a big family. Hashem has taken care of him, and he wants to bring not just a meager chagiga, but he wants to bring, let's say, he wants to bring multiple chagigas. He has a big family. He wants to bring, you know a cow, a goat, and a sheep, so we can have, you know, a mixed platter for all his grandkids to eat at, at the, at the Yom Tov table. So the question is, can one Corbin would have been enough? So can he bring for his Chagiga, let's say he pays one from Chul in his own pocket, can he use Meister Shei money to purchase the other animals that are brought as as uh, offerings, as as a Chagiga offerings? Because they're not strictly obligatory, can he use Meister Shei money for those? That's the question. And the Mishnah says, inside, Olos these are the burnt offerings, b'moed, that are brought during chol ha-moed, meaning voluntary burnt offerings, ba'os menachulin. If you volunteer to bring them, you have to fulfill your obligation, your commitment to bring them, um, with, uh, with a nether and a dava, with chulin your own money. You can't use my sushani money for that. And anyways, the second reason, by the way, I should point out, besides for fulfilling your obligation with not your money, if it's my sushani money, um, is that my sushani money has to be put to purchasing foods that you're going to consume consumables, and the old is not consumable. It's burned on the Mizbech. You don't eat it, so that would be forbidden for a second reason. Um, so the Shlamim, as for Shlamim, these would be Shalmei Simcha, because they're Shlamim that are brought on the Moed and Cholom Moed, so we're not talking the Chagiga, we're talking Shalmei Simcha. So those Minha Meister, they can be used, you can use your Meister money, Meister Shani money in other words, or your Cholom for that matter, to purchase the Shlamim, the Shalmei Simcha, that's no problem. And the truth is, um, I should just speak it out here for a second. The Gemara says there's actually a chesuri mechser. There's some missing words in this Mishnah. Um, and really it should read, Olos, shehen nedarm unadavos, um, voluntary burnt offerings. Those are baos b'moed, v'lobayomtov. Those can only become during cholomoed. They can't come on yomtov itself because you don't bring voluntary offerings on yomtov. You can't do shechita if it's not an obligatory korban. 
um, so you wouldn't do that. Va'olus um, re'iyah, and the olus re'iyah, which also can be brought on Yom Tov. Uh, that's like a base hillel sheet, and that's why we paskin. All those ba'os, afilu b'yom tov, even on yom tov, kishahen ba'os, and when they come, they have to come from chulin, for your own funds. Okay, fine. V'ashlamim, and if you're bringing shalom, meaning shalmei simcha, those minamaiser can come from your miser, shady money. The mission continues, yom tov rishon shel pesach, on the first day of pesach, which means yom tov. And actually the mission's intention here is just any yom tov. The reason why it brings up Pesach is a totally side point, um, which is on Pesach, on the 14th of Nisan, Pesach Eve, um, one brings not just the Korban Pesach, but if he's concerned there isn't going to be enough meat from the Korban Pesach to feed his whole family, he would also bring a special Chagiga, called the Chagiga of the 14th, Chagiga Shalbazar, the 14th day Chagiga, um, which is supplementary, so they have more of sacrificial meat at the Pesach Seder on the night of the 15th, um, and that's because there's a requirement to eat the Korban Pesach al Hasova when you're no longer really hungry. And um, if you have a big family and not enough meat to go around, so then you'll have to you'll have to uh, have supplementary meat. Therefore, you have both the Chagiga to eat first and the Pesach to eat second. By the way, that's in the Pesach Seder, you have you know you have the old Zeroa, the shank bone that is to remind us of the Korban Pesach. You also have the hard boiled egg. The hard boiled egg is to remind us. Um, of the missing Chagiga, that would be a dinner, and it's a, like, egg is a symbol of mourning, um, who don't have the base to make the dipped, dipped in ashes, and so, anyway, so the point is that the normal Pesach Seder dinner on time of the base of actually wasn't the Korm Pesach, it was the Chagiga of the 14th, um, but that is certainly just a voluntary Chagiga, um, it's not obligatory at all, and the mission is not discussing that, so the reason why we talk the first day of Pesach is just to sidestep what would happen on the 14th, but it's true for any Yom Tov. So in Yom Tov Rishon Shal Pesach, or any other Yom Tov, um, if you're bringing your Chagiga, your Shlamim, which is a chagi- the Chagiga of the day, so it's going to be eaten, but it's obligatory, and we're talking about the obligatory ones, so then, Beishamim Omrim Menachulim. Beishamim say, since it's obligatory to bring a Chagiga, even though you're going to eat it, but it can't be from your Maestro Shani money, it has to be from, from your public, from your personal funds, because it's an obligation, you can't fulfill your obligation with Maestro Shani money. But Ubeisil Omrim Minamaiser, Basil say, no, for your Chagiga, you may use Maestro Shani money, um, even though it's obligatory, because Beisame, excuse me, Basil is not coming to say you can outright buy a Chagiga with Maestro Shani money. No, you can't. The Chagiga is obligatory. But um, the way the Bartonor learns, as I said before, if you're going to buy two animals to have like a multi-animal chagiga, a larger offering, so one of them will be purchased with chulin, but the additional ones can be used, purchased with Meister Shani money, since they're for eating, and that's going to be okay. Machlokas Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. Halachas like Beis Hillel, however, in the Gemara, there's a machlokas between um, two Amorayim, um, Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochanan, and the Bartonor learned like Chizkiah. Chizkiah said that we're talking about supplementary animals, the second and third animal. That's what the Bartonor learned. Rabbi Yochanan says that actually, if you want to supplement even on your, you're only bringing one animal, but the minimum to bring an animal is a Chagiga, is two ma, as we saw before, two silver coins. Let's you want to buy, bring an animal, a large animal that would cost 10 ma'os in the shuk. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, the point of Beis Hill here is 
the first two ma'os have to come from your personal funds, but the supplementary eight to buy the ten ma'a animal can come from Meister Shani funds. And that's how the Rambam Baskins, like Rabbi Yochanan, that you can actually supplement funds even for a single animal. And therefore, Lachora um, would seem that the halach is would be like the, the Rambam, not like the Baratunura. And therefore, you can even buy a single animal, supplementing everything past the first two amos, uh, first two ma'os with Meister Shani funds.